The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And uh, here we are at the end of 2021. <laughs> well, <laughs> literally the end. We are you know, recording this episode and this episode will be published on the last day of the year, December 31st, 2021. Now you might be listening to this and this might already be 2022. Heck, you might be listening to this podcast in 2023 or 2024 if you're listening to uh, replays because you know AI today has been going strong for now this is our fifth year you know uh 240 or so episodes many episodes and really you know i think really the the first place to start with all this is also welcome to the to the new year here is that you know ai today podcast really has been going strong you know we've been doing a fantastic job you know since we started in 2017 you know, we thought well maybe we'd have a year or two of things to talk about you know, and discuss about what's happening with AI today. But here we are five years later, and we have not stopped talking about anything with regards to AI, right? You just keep keep coming up with things to talk about. Right. You know, and we've had a really great, you know, variety of different episodes as well. I know we had how AI is being applied in various different industries. I think we did that back in uh, 2018. And then this year, we in particular, you know, have had a lot of really amazing uh, podcasts we did. And we'll talk about that in greater detail later. Some of the, uh, you know, education series that we did and our AI failure series, which was uh, very, very popular. And also we had some podcast swaps this year. So we were able to interview different uh, podcast hosts who have AI and data and data science related podcasts. So those were really interesting. Um, and as always, you know, we had some interviews as well with thought leaders and luminaries in the space in both public and private sector. So we really have had a variety of different podcasts. And this year has been, uh, you know, very interesting. So we <laughs> wanted to spend a little bit of time first talking about where we are with AI in 2021 and then kind of go into some, um, you know, of our reflections on the year, as we always do. We always like to have these yearly recap podcasts. Yeah. And I think you know, part of the reason to listen to this, especially for those of you that have been listening to AI today for the past four or five years now, you might be thinking, oh, you know, I've, I've maybe you're binge listening to all of our podcasts. Actually, some people told us that they're going to spend their holidays binge listening to all of them, which is great. Hopefully you're not tired of our voices by now. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're not going to just recap. We want to kind of summarize and synthesize everything we've been hearing because 2021 has really been an interesting year uh, for AI. And it's probably a good place for us to start. And that is that, you know, AI, you know, it hasn't become more or less real, you know, uh, in 2021. It's a good question because you can say, well, AI is always, this, you know, AI is the same AI as it's always been since the 1950s. You know, we're always trying to progress to make machines more intelligent and, you know, work on systems and algorithms that can get computers to learn and do things uh, like humans can. I mean, that's sort of the eventual goal of, of a lot of what we're doing. But of course, you know, in the day-to-day -day practicality of what we're trying to do, you know, if you're thinking about a bank or a healthcare company or a government agency or, you know, a gaming company or an automobile industry company, well, they're not trying to make 
you know, uh, healthcare laboratories more intelligent like humans. That's not really what they're trying to do. They're trying to take advantage of some of the technologies for trying to extract more value uh, from data and higher levels of value that we can't just do with just databases and, you know, uh, informatic systems that basically give us great reports and, you know, even a, a analytics, the old style analytics, we, we realize that we can achieve much greater levels of value. And from that perspective, you know, that's sort of much more tame, uh, mundane, maybe boring perspective, the K level of the DIKUW pyramid. I think we've actually have seen well, more than we think. We actually have interviewed quite a few folks here and we've explored a lot of these, these use cases. We have actually seen from that perspective a much more sedate uh, style of AI that I think is becoming more realistic. And people are sort of real, uh, I would say, uh, tamping down their over-enthusiastic uh, uh, expectations about what AI can be. That's part of what we've learned this year. Yeah, you know, and in one of our podcast swaps, we actually talked about the news, you know, AI news in general, and how a lot of the press and news that is reported really is about some of that, you know, hypey science fiction AI. They put these, you know, clickbait headlines <laughs> because, of course, that's what sells news, right? And they want you to click on it and read it. But what we found, and you know, it wasn't just this year, it's been in past years as well, is that it's really the mundane, boring things that are providing lots of value and creating that ROI. You know, in our AI failure series, we talk about the ROI of AI and you know, what is your return on investment? Because you need to make sure that it's something. Uh, you don't want to just do AI to do AI. So, you know, we've really continued to see that some of those mundane use cases really are showing the value and that a lot of the, you know, dream, uh, very, you know, pie in the sky, thinking big and and having these really, really hard problems, um, while they do make good headlines, we are starting to see a pullback from uh, investment and, you know, really, um, you know, like I said, investment and also it actually happening. One in particular is autonomous vehicles. You know, we've started to see a pullback and now companies, governments, they're really focusing on electric more than they are um, autonomous autonomous cars because it is an incredibly difficult problem. Yeah, I think to be to be more specific, it's not that we're seeing a a general. Uh, you know, we're not in an AI winter. That's for sure. It's, no, it's, we're basically still seeing a lot of enthusiasm for AI. I think what we what we have seen in twenty twenty one is probably is call is the these more um, future looking applications of AI that were very enthusiastic. If you looked at the coverage of AI in 2017 or 2018 or 2016 or even 2019 before the pandemic you know, really hit, a lot of the coverage of AI was about things like the super intelligence and, oh my goodness, let's look at DeepMind and what it can do. And, you know, have we finally cracked AGI and Elon Musk and others basically crying about, you know, the dangers of, of super intelligent machines. We have to tamp it down. And we had Bill Gates and Stephen Hawking, remember? You know, they were all sort of like, you know, getting into this thing. And, and, and then there was all this concern about um, all these applications. And I think what we saw in 2021 was, uh, especially in the press, uh, a lot more sort of the, the real, kind of in this getting into this realism phase, right? And this realism phase, which is like, okay, that we're separating out some of the larger claims about what AI can do from, from some of these more, as we say, uh, mundane 
and sedate sort of uh, claims about it. And that's kind of where we are. We see ourselves in the market right now. So the funding, a lot of the funding for, for uh, from VC and from public markets have gone really into the much more mundane parts. You know, and we'll talk about this a little bit when we talk about some of the funding uh, trends from 2021. But a lot of it has been things like, you know, RPA, process automation, tons of money has gone into that in 2021. Companies went public. There was all sorts of stuff happened in 2021 uh, in the RPA space. Uh, tons of money went into data labeling and data annotation, which is a very sort of you know uh, mundane thing. Humans basically putting annotations on data. You know, money went into things like uh, different parts of the machine learning platform space and ML ops and in in all these things and. Yes, money has is still going into more advanced forms of robotics and, and autonomous systems and that sort of stuff, but we are still seeing uh, failures in the robotics space. And we're still, we still don't have uh, level five autonomous vehicles, kind of like, where are we at the end of 2021? We do not have a commercial vehicle that people can buy, that they can get into and can drive that's level five. We still have sort of limited uh, test environments. It kind of still feels like we're in that same place where we were kind of early on, earlier on this year and last year and the years before as to where we are with the realistic realism of, of that part of AI. So, you know, from that perspective, I, I, the, the feeling that we get going into 2022, and especially from a lot of our clients who are putting AI into practices, is really putting a lot of the sort of the science fiction part of AI aside and saying, let's not even think about that right now. Let's not even look at it. Maybe the companies that have the deep pockets, they're going to continue to do the research. But us as sort of practical organizations, we're going to look at what we call the seven patterns of AI. Um, and the much more fundamental parts, everything from predictive analytics to pattern anomaly detection and conversational systems, recognition systems, and and those things. And maybe not so much the autonomous systems, maybe, maybe not, uh, hyper-personalization, yeah. So, so that's kind of kind of where where we are, and um, I think in terms of the markets uh, for AI, kind of the opportunities for organizations that are in the space really are looking at the parts of, the, of AI that are, have have really been much more proven. The parts that are like, yeah, you know, AI systems really are good at these kinds of problems. Exactly. And so for our listeners that may not be aware, Cognolytica is an AI-focused research advisory and education firm. And we track about 20,000 plus vendors in the space. The list continues to grow. We continue to find new new AI companies. Um, so that's why it's 20,000 plus because it continues to grow. And you know, we really do, and we track about 50 plus markets as well um, and sectors segments of the AI landscape. So, you know, we've been able to get a, a pretty good pulse on what's happening. We've been tracking this for years now, and in particular in 2021. Uh, some markets, you know, like we said, continue to grow. Data labeling is a market that we have covered for many years now. And we started out covering maybe a dozen vendors in that space. Um, and we now are covering about 130 vendors. The list just continues to grow. And there we know that there are even more that we that we have not uh, put into our report um, and that, you know, maybe we're not tracking for a variety of different reasons. Companies pivot in. They're super duper small. Um, so, you know, like we said, it does continue to grow. New companies are created and coming into these spaces. So, you know, where where are and how are the AI markets doing in 2021? Kind of a recap, you know, think about what what we've seen and then 
also looking into 2022 um, are some of the markets that were hot going to continue to stay hot. Right. And so stay tuned for that. Obviously, we have a podcast coming up. The next podcast after this, we're going to talk about where things are going. So we always do like one where we talk about the past, we talk about the future and another one. And we're going to talk a lot about the markets and our coverage areas and kind of what we're seeing in, in sort of each of these areas or most of them, at least. And and uh, sort of give you some glimpses. So for those of you that aren't yet subscribed to the AI Today podcast, you should be subscribed because you will be notified uh, next week. You know, after this one goes live, you'll be notified the following first week of January 2022. And if you're listening to us in 2023, you can tell us if we were right or we were wrong on a lot of these things. You know, it's hard to really predict the future, but <laughs> if you have good information and good intelligence, you at least have. Some some good uh, intuition about as to where things will will go. So so one of, one of the other things that we spend a lot of time doing in 2021, and we have done this in previous years, but we spend a lot more time in 2021 is on fundamental education around AI and machine learning and especially best practices. We spent a lot of time talking about why. AI projects have been failing. That was one of the big news items out of 2021, uh, was a lot of, of folks talking about the high failure rate of AI projects, whether you heard about them from uh, the press or whether from consulting companies, analyst firms, and even luminaries. We talked mm -hmm. about this with Andrew, people like Andrew Ng. We love these guys. They're, they're, they, they know their technology really well, but they have been public. Uh, not in private. They're not like commenting to their friends about this. No, they've been in the press talking about their disappointments about the failure rates of AI. And we basically took a couple of different tacks at trying to address this, this issue of failures. And the first thing we did is we said, okay, let's just talk about trying to understand what AI is. And we brought into our AI Today podcast a lot of the content that we do in our training sessions as part of our AI education series. Yeah. So another thing, you know, like we said, we um, we do provide education and we thought it was important to share some of that with our podcast listeners, because you may or may not be aware, one, that, you know, that we provide education. And two, we thought that everybody could benefit from that. So we did break this down as well with our AI education series and broke this down into multiple different podcasts as well. So we uh, wanted to make sure that we covered a variety of different things. So we talked about, you know, RPA, robotic process automation, and what the difference is between attended versus unattended bots. We also had uh, foundations of data science education uh, podcast that we talked about because some of our listeners had told us, you know, they they really were not familiar with maybe the data science aspects of, uh, you know, things. And so we said, okay, sure. Then, you know, so we produced education on that and said, let's, let's put a um, education podcast snippet on there as well. And then of course, best practices. If you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know that we are big advocates for best practices and methodologies for successful AI implementation. We're big advocates of the CPMAI methodology, the cognitive project management for AI. So we spent some time going over that. Also, applications of AI as well. You know, it's one thing to hear, okay, you can, you know, you can do AI. Oh, look at all these different things. But people want to really understand, okay, but what are the applications of it? How can I apply this? And so we spent some time going over that as well. And then I know that we had um, a few additional ones as well. 
part of what we learned in 2021 is that there's a lack of education and knowledge on the basics of AI. And this is where we're trying to get going here and trying to under, understand the flow here for this podcast is that we learned the biggest thing that we learned is that people are missing the fundamentals of AI. As a matter of fact, we have a podcast episode called The Fundamentals of AI. And one of the things you should do here is you should listen to it. If you think you know AI, maybe you do know AI. You, you know, you've been listening to this podcast, you're an expert. That's great. But we have been putting through our education and training major corporations, major entities, contracting firms, and they've been telling us that our education has been giving us an, them an education on the fundamentals of AI that we thought that they already knew. It's like, maybe they don't know the differences between supervised and unsupervised machine learning. Maybe they don't know that you can apply AI in these seven patterns and that AI is not just AI, right? A, a, a recognition system is not the same as a conversational system, is not the same as a predictive analytic system. And how are they different? Even though, yes, at the end of the day, we're using machine learning, but I could say, well, all software is the same because it's just bits in a computer. So therefore, all software is the same. But we know that's not true. I mean, a mobile app and a web app and a desktop app and like a word processing, they're not the same thing. We don't use one software for everything. We don't use one software to do literally everything. Of course not. We, you know, we, we have different kinds of software that do different kinds of things. We're like, well, then duh, we have different kinds of AI that do different kinds of things. Why is, why are we trying to do this one AI thing? There is no one AI thing, right? And we, and so the other thing we spent a lot of time talking about is data understanding and data preparation, not from a methodology perspective, which we definitely talk about, um, but because people don't understand that you can't just jump into AI, you have to actually have your data in the right place. So we have an episode that you should go back and listen to if you haven't already called Data Preparation for AI, where we talk about all the things necessary for how to do data prep. The other thing that we did is in our, in our education series, and we spent a lot of time talking about this, is people talk about ethics and responsible AI because we want to do things right. I mean, there's a, I think the zeitgeist, if you want to think about this, like the, the, the thought of the moment, like the thing of the moment is everybody is, is, is aware, hyper aware of, of, of things like, you know, doing things right, you know, trying to right the wrongs of the past and, you know, not get into areas of bias and, and inappropriate leveraging of, of power. And so, you know, we think about things like ethics from that perspective. But one of the things we had talked about is that besides the issues of societal ethics, which is really what a lot of that relates to, you know, do no harm, and that there there is a there are responsible and irresponsible ways of using AI. People may just not realize that you know applying AI in this way may actually r reduce trust in the system, or you may not even have visibility into the system. You might have to put something out there and not realize that something is not performing, you know, for a lot of reasons. So we spent a whole podcast talking about the ethical and responsible AI. If you haven't listened to that, you should listen to that as well. And well, we have a, a few more that we should tell you about. Like, so for example, you know, thinking and acting like a data scientist, it's not just enough to understand what data science is. What does it mean to be a data scientist? So we spent a whole podcast talking about that, that education was a major theme in 2021. Well, it's, it's one thing to say, okay, this is what a data scientist does, but you don't need to be a data science in order to think and act like one. And we said, you know, these are the common traits because yes, there's some hard skills that data scientists have, but then there's soft skills as well that they, that they need in order to do things. And we said, you know, 
let's let's really uh, focus on that. You know, what does it mean to, you know, think like a data scientist, to, you know, really question things and not just, you know, look at it at surface value and say, okay, what, what does this mean? And to get folks in your organization thinking and acting like a data scientist, even if they aren't trained to be a data scientist, can really help with your projects. And that was one thing that we we saw and said, wow, we need to focus on this and we need to really let everybody know about this because you don't need to be a data scientist to think like one. And it can help your overall project if you have multiple people who are able to contribute and have you know creativity and think about things in, in different ways. Another podcast that we had was about model evaluation and testing. And this is also really important because you know it's one thing to say, okay, you know, you can create your model, but these aren't a set it and forget it uh, things. You really need to continue to evaluate your model. You have to test your model. How often do you retest it? All these questions need to be thought through. And we spent some time digging into that in our AI education series. And so, again, you know, we do say, Go back, listen to some of these, and you can listen to them more than once. That's what's so great about podcasts, right? Go back, listen to it a few times if you really need to uh, to dig into things. And also reach out to us as well. Many of our listeners are also subscribing clients and they reach out to us on a regular basis so that we can dig deeper into some of these topics and areas that we highlight on our podcast. And then the last in our AI education series that we talked about was managing data for AI. If you've listened to our AI Today podcast, you know that we always say data is the heart of AI. But what does that mean exactly? And you know, how do I manage my data? What are best practices out there? And we need to make sure that we are managing data effectively. There's a lot of data in the enterprise. We talk about that. So we spent time digging into that in both the podcast as well as our more general education um, that you can uh, register for as well. Yeah. And part of the reason why I was spending some time here on this podcast talking about it is because, and I'll do a little bit of the reveal here for you. Our podcast listenership doubled in size in the last three or four months. I don't know. It just doubled in size. Like we, like we were like we were cruising along. It was always doing great. We, you, we love you guys. But then we started doing the education series. Like I'm going to, you guys can't see my hand because I'm drawing a graph. But like our listenership was going this. We did the education series and it went like this. It, it went up. It dramatically increased. And I think we were like, oh, you guys need education. <laughs> We're like, okay, well, we will spend more time in education. I could tell you one thing: we're going to continue to do education. Where on the one hand, we just talked about education, like what is this? You know, what is RPA? What is data? You know, uh, the patterns of AI. But then we talked on the other side. We talked about the best practices. We're like, remember we talked about best practices? Well, what we what we did is we spent another series of episodes going into those best basically going into the best practices where we said, you know, treat your AI projects right understand data quality and data quantity before you even start your project, you know, address the ROI, do things in phases, think big, start small, succeed often. Um, I'm clearly going over this at a high level. Each one of those podcasts, some of them got pretty deep. Um, and if you're, if you're, if you already know, if you, even if you think, you know, like, I don't need the education series. I'm like, you know, champion here. If your projects are not succeeding, 
you may want to go back and listen to the failure series because it may tell you, may give you that one little glimpse like, ah, oh, you know, that that was right. You know, we charged ahead with this project without realizing that, you know, uh, we had a data quality issue halfway through. And of course, the project failed. It's like, well, couldn't you have realized it earlier? And the answer is always yes, you could have realized it earlier. Could you have done something about it earlier? That's a whole other story. But at least you could have realized it from the beginning. So um, both of those together have been extremely successful for us. And for our listeners, you know, for it to be successful for us, it has to be successful for you, our listeners. So we are going to continue doing those. And I should say, stay subscribed. If you are subscribed now, we're not going to go off into some weird tangent, talk about philosophical concepts of AI and, you know, what's going to happen in the future. We're not going to go off and interview random people about random things, about things that they did or they're planning on doing or they're maybe doing or not doing. We heard from you guys. We understand the audience. You guys Maybe there are other podcasts that do that and do that well. That's fantastic. But we know that you are listening to us because you want to expand your knowledge and understanding of AI. And you want to follow us because by following us, we're going to help you. We're going to point you in the right direction. Not that we're like just, you know, uh, people that know something that nobody else does. It's just that we're focusing on these topics and we could spend time on them. So we did that. Uh, and I think that was very successful. So we're going to continue to do that. One of the things that we did that was successful that I think helped us was that we just started talking to other people. <laughs> we started talking to other podcasters, uh, especially about this. And we did a bu- we did a bunch of swaps with some some uh, different podcasts. Maybe some of you are listening to us because you were on those other podcasts and you came to us that way. Exactly. So we also said, you know, there's a lot of people doing great things in this space. And rather than all of us interviewing the same people, why don't we interview other podcast hosts? Because, you know, they're able to take all the knowledge that they had from interviewing different different guests and, you know, talking about what they know best, whether that's data science or AI. Uh, You know, we had a bunch of different different folks on and we were able to deliver a successful podcast swap this year, which was something new that we did in 2021, where we were able to interview many different people. And one thing that's great about AI and what was great about the podcast swap as well is that it is international. So we didn't interview people just from the United States. We interviewed people interviewed people across the world. So we had folks from Australia and Great Britain and Belgium, uh, you know, different, different hosts and um, uh, Romania. Um, So, you know, it it was, so it was great. We were able to get a very international perspective with all of these podcast swaps. So we definitely encourage you if you haven't already to go back and check out the podcast swaps. They, uh, you know, were very insightful, able to bring a very international perspective and talk about different areas related to data, data science, machine learning, and AI. Yeah. And part of the other reason why we did it is because maybe sometimes when you're on a podcast, you, you tend to believe your own stuff too much. I don't know how to explain it, but like you, you get into like your own little bubble, basically. And you think to yourself, are other people saying the same things? And so, you know, sometimes you bring in these other things to be like, are other people saying the same things that we are? Or are we off in the left field? But maybe other people are not saying those same things, or maybe people are saying the same things. And if they are, it adds validation to what you do so that you're not just like making things up and going in a circle. And there's too much of that, honestly. I, um, I, sometimes I wish people would just get out of their, their circles and talk to other people and say, are these things really real? What do people other, otherwise think about them? Otherwise, you end up convincing yourself of stuff. Anyway, I don't want to get too meta. So, so one of the things, <laughs> so one of the things we did do, we because we've always done this in our AI Today podcast, is interview 
uh, folks. And as mentioned, beyond just interviewing these other podcasters who are also in this area, we did we did spend some time with folks in government and in enterprise, uh, just doing a sanity check <laughs> on what AI is happening. You know, uh, if you if you haven't heard some of our interviews, we talked to um, some folks in government, like Tim Persons from the the U.S. GAO, the Government Accountability Office, and also at the state level, we spent some time. Joey Bonaguro, Chief Data Officer, of State of California, and uh, National Science uh, Foundation NSF, Erwin Gianchanandi, um, talking about kind of where AI is heading. It's really nice because it kind of gives like a little bit of a of a, of a sanity check, you know, uh, in terms of what's real and what's not. And by the way, a little bit of a, a Cliff's Notes uh, version here. You should go back. Listen, there actually is, is not as much happening in government in 2021 as there was in 2020. It was actually a kind of a bit of a sliding back of government um, uh, application of AI. I don't know about funding, but for, for application. We also spent some time talking to some folks in industry as well. Um, our friends at Wells Fargo, August Sugianto was talking about what's going on with explainable and interpretable AI, especially in financial services. And I do encourage you to listen to that, especially if you're wondering how algorithms are being applied to things like credit decisions and loans and things like that. Here's somebody that's actually doing AI in financial services. He'll talk about it. And the same, we did the same thing in healthcare. You know, uh, you'll be talking to Ilan Kazi at United Healthcare Group, talked about AI in healthcare. So, you know, these are these are real areas. And as far as 2022 goes, even though we're not doing a prediction, we will still talk to folks in government and enterprise about what they are doing with AI, but we want to focus much more on the here and now, uh, there was a lot, too much what they were thinking about doing and not enough retrospecting on what they did. And I think, especially in 2022, we're going to be like, okay, I understand what you want to do, but let's actually figure out, talk to us about your problems. Don't talk to us <laughs> about your hopes. I really want to hear what kind of you got into. And that kind of gets into a little bit of our, of our research, right? That we're you know really pushing a lot much more forward to into 2022. Exactly. So, you know, we did a big overhaul in 2021 and said, let's really focus on research. We always focused on it, but we said, you know, let's really focus on it. Let's let's push things forward. And so um, on some of the podcasts, we did a recap of some of this. We have much more research that we actually did not do the uh, do podcasts on. And so in 2022, we're going to be doing podcasts focused on our research and sharing general insights that we found. But, you know, looking back at 2021, some of the podcasts that we were able to share with our research was we did one, we covered um, ethical AI frameworks and we did a podcast on the state of ethical AI frameworks because, you know, so what we did was we analyzed about 60 plus different frameworks. And long story short, I'm sure you're not surprised. These came from multinational organizations, uh, you know, different countries, different companies, different agencies within different companies um, or different countries as well. So, you know, not just the country specifically, but Jake, for example, did one, the Joint AI Center, the NSF did one as well. So we looked at, at all of these. And 
you know, no surprise, it's not apples to apples in the language that they use. And it can be quite difficult to look at one and interpret that and compare it to another. So we broke it down, we normalized the language, and we were really able to give um, a good comparison as to what they are actually trying to say, and areas that they excelled and areas where they lacked, and we thought that they needed to focus on a little bit more. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're definitely going to spend a lot of a lot more time on this in 2022, mainly because uh, the the market research and the insights into the market are very relevant to kind of where AI is and where AI is heading. And I think honestly, it provides a lot of realism into into what we're doing. We're going to be much more specific in terms of like looking at specific corners. Yeah, we talked about data labeling. We'll talk about that again, mainly because we have a report coming, a research snapshot actually coming out on that very shortly. But we're also looking at things like AI and sales and marketing and AI and content production and AI even in legal and real estate, and also uh, the uh, AI enabling technologies, you know, conversational. Where are we with NLP systems? Where are we with computer vision systems? Where are we with all that sort of stuff? One of the things that we've been tracking uh, more in our in our research, as as Kathleen mentioned, we're well over 20,000 vendors covered. We're also tracking what's happening in open source um, that analysts have traditionally not covered open source because they're not vendors, you know. <laughs> they don't. They don't have marketing teams and things like that. But uh, but we do because they are credible alternatives, and I uh, well, I'd say credible um, solutions for folks looking for solutions, right? And so we talk a little bit about what's happening there. We'll spend some time on that as well. So that's a little forecast. We will do more of that in the next podcast episode. So I don't want to get too too much into that. But um, I would say in terms of 2021, the biggest thing we realized is that people still need those fundamentals, you know, whether it's tracking what's happening on the legal front uh, in terms of laws and regulations. We did that in one of the podcasts in 2021. We also did in our research, although we didn't really spend too much time on the podcast, is we took a look at a country by country. We're like, what are countries with their AI strategies? Um, countries are still finding AI to be something of strategic value. Um, they are investing at this country level, um, which ends up being realized mostly in the areas of defense and intelligence, which is a whole other story. You know, really, honestly, in order for AI to be of value, it has to be realized at the individual and the corporation level, the business level. It's like, you know, it has to make economic sense, right? We're not just investing in this war fighting or defense capability or intelligence, you know, we need to be uh, investing in our economies because economies are changing. Um, and if we, if com- countries want to stay relevant, they need to invest in that from their, for their own longevity purposes, you know, and, and, but that's a whole other a thing. We'll spend more time talking about that in um, 2022, talking about kind of where these countries are and where they're going. So um, that I think was like a, a a good overview of everything we talked about in our AI today episodes. About you know we we do them once a week. You know we publish at them least. at least. Yeah, at least that's right. Yeah. Actually, we've, we've we've doubled up a few times uh, now. So so we we did something like about sixty or so, maybe plus. I don't know. I don't count how many episodes we did in in twenty twenty one, but quite a few. <laughs> Exactly. And the reason that we doubled up on some of them is we just, you know, thought they were incredible topics and we wanted to squeeze them in. So we didn't want to cut cut any of the content short. So that's why this year in particular, we doubled up on a few different weeks. Um, and they are, you know, we, we love all the podcasts. We think they're all incredible. They all provide a different 
a different value. So like we said, some were education focused, some were, I mean, well, at the end of the day, they all should be education focused, but it, it focused on, you know, our education and really teaching the market. We also, uh, the podcast swaps were, you know, really wonderful because we were able to talk to different podcast hosts and get their perspectives on things from the many guests that they've had as well. Uh, you know, we interviewed government and public public and private sector thought leaders. And so all of that was really great. So that's a recap, you know, just of our of our uh, 2021 podcasts. Like we said, please do subscribe so that you can get notified of all future podcasts as well to the AI Today podcast if you haven't already. But now let's dig a little bit deeper and say, okay, well, that's great about the podcasts, but what happened with different companies and, you know, what, what were some of the big news and big acquisitions of 2021? And so we are going to talk about just a few of them. There's a lot of things that happened in 2021, lots of funding, lots of acquisitions. So, but we want to talk about just a few of them and kind of what it means for the market. So, you know, back earlier in 2021, Microsoft announced the acquisition of Nuance, which is an AI-based tech company. It was a huge acquisition. It was $19.7 billion dollars huge acquisition. And so, you know, why did Microsoft um, acquire them? And what exactly does that mean for the market? For folks that aren't familiar with Nuance, they are um, an NLP, natural language processing uh, company. Yeah. So obviously a lot of stuff's happening in voice and digital uh, document, uh, text classification analysis. Obviously they, they thought it was worthwhile. Uh, you know, we we're kind of coming out of the pandemic or still in the pandemic. I don't even know where we are with the pandemic right now. But basically, uh, there's a thought that, you know, the world is still moving towards virtual and those investments make sense. So so that's that was kind of interesting. Um, you know, I think some of the other really interesting investment uh, acquisitions and investments uh, in 2021, there a lot happened is a lot of still consolidating. We're seeing a lot of consolidation in the ML platforms market, you know, data robot acquired algorithmia that pre- previously acquired Parallel M. Um, you know, uh, there are other acquisitions kind of in the data labeling space. TELUS acquired Playment and Lionbridge. On the RPA space, wasn't as much an acquisition in terms of consolidation, but more like a change in ownership. Blue Prism, which was a public company, was acquired by a private equity company. Uh, there was a little bit of a bidding war there, actually, uh, which is kind of interesting because, as mentioned, the RPA market is very hot and probably the investors are kind of smelling sort of the the, the, the heat of the market mm-hmm. they want to get it because Blue Prism had already been public. So, uh, you know, you could think of it as like, well, they timed that one a little too early. You, can, you know, maybe if they had had kind of stayed private for a while and raised money, they could have gone public and been like UI path, you know, which is honestly the, uh, the market leader in terms of market size at this point. Mm-hmm. So interesting stuff happened there, you know, in terms of other sort of interesting acquisition activity, Boston Dynamics, the, the company that does uh, the, the, the Atlas robot and there's all those robots that basically, you know, the spot robot, all these cute, very uh, videogenic robots, you know, they do great dances and things like that on, on video. They, Stay they, tuned, they, they, there uh, might be another video coming out <laughs> at the beginning of the year with... <laughs> Of course, we always we always say like these are great for like you know inspiration and video, but like you know as we said, if they want to do if they want to show something viral, use they should show these robots doing something useful, right? And of course they don't. And Boston Dynamics just keeps pinging and ponging and going from one company to the other. You know, it was owned by Google at one point. It was owned I don't remember kind of who was owned at the first point, but now Hyundai, if you're not familiar with it, is the controlling stake owner of Boston Dynamics. One of the other interesting pieces of news, of course, is Facebook changed its name. It became Meta. 
I don't even want to get into that because I'm sure there's probably 500 podcasts talking about that and the metaverse and what the hell that is. But but basically, Meta, the new company, acquired AI Reverie, which is a synthetic data company. Um, and it, that didn't really make a lot of news. Uh, the reason why we're calling it out is because it's kind of interesting that Meta, which is focusing on the metaverse, um, acquired a company that's generating a synthetic data, primarily 3D data, to train machine learning models. And I'm sure these things are connected somehow. Um, and so there's some news there. The only other, I think, interesting piece of news that is newsworthy, uh, before we talk about, I guess, some, some funding announcements, is that um, the Department of Defense, as Kathleen mentioned, the Jake, the Joint AI Center, which is basically the coordinating center, if you want to think of it, across the whole of the United States uh, defense around AI activities, including AI acquisition and that sort of stuff. The, the Department of Defense has announced this new sort of role, um, and that role is going to subsume the Jake. So we're actually not going to be hearing about the Jake <laughs> in 2022 because there really won't be a Jake in 2022. And if we do hear about the Jake in 2022, it's in reference to maybe what they're doing in terms of transitioning. Supposedly, the Jake office will uh, dis- will go. Like There's some transition happening starting already in February of 2022, and it'll be gone by, by June of 2022. And if you're listening to this podcast in 2023, you'd be like, oh my God, they're talking about the Jake. So uh, we won't be talking about the Jake uh, much, if, if at all, in 2022. <laughs> so, so there you go. Exactly. So, you know, that's just some of the notable news, some big acquisitions and news that happened in 2021. And then fundraising as well. We wanted to briefly talk about some of the really big rounds that happened in 2021. Of course, you know, there's many that we're going to miss, but we wanted to highlight just a few of them. We talk about data labeling a lot. There were some really big fundraises uh, from data labeling companies, Scale, AI, raised uh, $325 million back in April to bring their valuation to $7.3 billion, which was huge. Snorkel AI in August of 2021 raised $85 million, and they're now valued at $1 billion. So we have you know unicorns in data labeling space. So those were some really big rounds. Also, H2O, uh, they in November of 2021, so fairly recently, raised $100 million, and they're now at a $1.6 billion evaluation, which is just insane. Databricks in August of 2021, they raised $1.6 billion. That was their raise. So they are now valued at $38 billion. I mean, that's to us totally, totally insane. That is an insane valuation. Um, their raise was insane and unicorn raise. And then Data IQ in August of 2021, they also raised some money. They raised $400 million to bring them to a $4.6 billion valuation. Data Robot, we talked about them earlier. They acquired Algorithmia. Back in July, they also raised some money too, $300 million in a Series G funding. So they're now valued at $6.3 billion. And then Domino Data Lab, uh, they provide MLOps solutions. Back in October, they raised $100 million. So, I mean, these are just some insane raises, insane yeah. valuations. Yeah. And and I don't even really know how to, t- how to just add up their valuations. You know, 7.3 billion here, 1.6 billion there, another billion, a 38 billion, 4.6 billion, 6.3 billion. We're talking now uh, we're tens of billions. I mean, obviously, the Databricks valuation by itself gets us there. But like, you know, we are we're approaching like, you know, 
six, seven companies worth a hundred billion dollars. There isn't a hundred billion dollars worth of spend happening in the AI markets, even if you count all the crazy money that's being spent by governments and defense departments. Um, So clearly we are way over in terms of the ratio between the value of the companies that um, are in the market and the actual expenses of the market. Um, maybe maybe this talks says more about uh, the markets than it does about AI. It's possible this has nothing to do with AI, but you could pr- probably argue that the that the company and its valuation has more to do with sort of the data side than it does with the AI side, right? If I could put it that way, Snowflake being another one of those big companies that went out and got, went IPO, and um, you know probably investors are kind of looking at it that way, right? So AI doesn't even play necessarily that big of a picture in that whole thing. But for some of these other companies, really AI is the center of what they do. So we'll have mm-hmm. to keep an eye and see if there's a correlation behind all that. You know, um, one of the things we are definitely going to talk about in 2022 is we're going to spend more time talking about MLOps. We did spend a lot of time talking about that uh, that corner of the market in 2021. Uh, we have we had research that came out about that market. We're going to spend more time talking about that in uh, 2022. Uh, there's a whole lot of um, thought that MLOps is something like DevOps, if you're not familiar with it, is something you do and not necessarily something you buy, but you do have to buy tools to help you do DevOps, right? But um, it, it requires sort of a maturing of the of the, uh, of the the customer to understand what they need, basically. Otherwise, they're just buying stuff and not doing anything with it. So, <laughs> of course, there is a lot of that too. So um, we're going to, we're going to definitely dive deeper into the, the practice of ML ops. So you should listen to us about that. Um, The markets for ML ops may start consolidating, especially some of these companies that just raised literally a bajillion dollars at a multi-billion dollar evaluation. They're going to need to expand their product lines. And, you know, with all that cash, there's there's certain things you could do. You can only hire so many people. So, you know, acquisitions are are probably going to be key. I have this, we have this serious feeling that this, that this ML ops market will, in terms of vendors, will, will, will consolidate very, very much over 2022. So, um, you know, we can maybe tell you a little bit more about our, about we're planning for 2022, but I don't want to talk too much about it because we have a whole podcast coming up on that topic. Exactly. So we'll give just a very quick, you know, foreshadowing of what we are doing. Really stay tuned for our next podcast, because we are going to be talking about where we see the market heading in 2022, our different coverage areas, uh, you know, different areas of focus for us, where the podcast is headed as well. And so, um, you know, like we said a few times, make sure that you're subscribed so that you do get notified of all of those future episodes, because it is going to be important and a little bit of a shift. So a little bit less, um, you know, interviews and more Ron and Kathleen talking about the market, talking about um, you know, our coverage areas, what we're seeing, diving deeper into that. Because one thing that we did learn, you know, really kind of to recap 2021 is that education is still needed. And some fundamental education is still needed in this AI market. And so that's what we are really looking to provide in 2022. Um, and that's why, you know, without giving too much away, we're going to be talking about different coverage areas, really diving deeper into those different markets and help educate our listeners. Because at the end of the day, that is, uh, you know, the feedback that we've gotten that you want. And we we love to deliver on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and by the way, um, 
tell us if this is the kind of content you like. You know, we we are going based on the feedback that we're getting directly. People do email us all the time mm-hmm. about about the podcast. Or message us on LinkedIn. We're pretty yeah. easy to find. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're not that hard to. Yeah. We can tell you right now. You can email us info, I-N-F-O at Cognolytica, C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. You can email us there. You can find Kathleen and myself on LinkedIn. You can message us there directly. I mean, we're not so great on Twitter, so don't tweet us. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can tweet about us if you like. But uh, you know, those are going to be the best places. But tell us. You know, Also, re- leave a, a comment or a review in the uh, podcast, uh, you know, on, on the streams. Like, for example, in iTunes. Um, you know, please do give us a, a good star rating, of course, but also tell us what you liked, what episodes you liked, because what we can observe is just the the analytics, the trends. You know, we're data driven, just like everybody else that's listening to our podcast. So we can see what's working and what's not working. And you know, if you really liked some interviews that we did, you should tell us, like, oh, I want more interviews like that. If you like the kind of education we're doing, you should say, oh, I want more education like that. If you like sort of like us div- diving deep into maybe specific failures or failures, tell us about that. If you like us focusing on corners of the market, we want to hear. Maybe you can say, I want to hear more about this part of the market. Maybe we should spend more time. And I say we probably will spend more time on things like data lakes, data swamps. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about trends in in big data, maybe that are not necessarily AI specific. Um, you know, do you want to hear that from us? You know, this this is part of why we're doing this call here at the end of the year here on the 2021 podcast is like we're wrapping up the year. But but we really want to, we're going into this next year strong and we want to carry you along with us. And so to do that, you know, definitely tell us what you like and we will listen to you. We do listen to you. <laughs> Exactly. So, you know, we hope that you've enjoyed this recap episode. We really wanted to talk about some big things that happened in 2021, some of the, uh, you know, things that we've done, some of the podcasts highlight some of them, especially our education series and our failure series. We got a lot of incredible feedback with the failure series. Um, and we'd love to hear from our listeners, as Ron said. So please do reach out. You can email us at info at cognolitica.com. Reach out to us on LinkedIn as well. Um, Also rate us, please do make sure to rate us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast platform. Leave any uh, reviews there as well. We do monitor them and read them and always like to hear feedback and also subscribe so that you can get notified of additional episodes. So subscribe to the AI Today podcast. And in case you're not aware already, we do run additional AI communities as well. And we'll be talking about those, um, you know, and some highlights that we've learned from them and how it relates to our research and future episodes. But we run the AI and government and the data for AI, which in 2022 is being rebranded to enterprise data and AI. I know many of our listeners already attend these events. And so thank you so much for supporting them. If you're interested in checking them out, you can go to AIandgovernment.com or dataaiconf.com to check those out. You can look back and rewatch any of our recorded episodes, which uh, start in March of 2020. That's what's great about, you know, being virtual. You're able to go back and rewatch them. And then you can also register for any future ones that we have as well. We have some incredible um, speakers from both the public 
and private sector, AI and government really focuses on that public sector, how it's being adopted, and enterprise data and AI focuses on, obviously, the enterprise side of things. So make sure to check those out as well. But listeners, we just want to thank you so much for supporting us, for listening to these podcasts, for providing feedback. And we really do hope that you'll continue to listen, stay engaged, and reach out to us. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.